Breakfast Club. It's the most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... No, Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, TJMV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday! Yes, it's Monday. Good morning. What's happening? We got some new laptops in here in the studio, finally. Oh, do you? Wow. I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to work them. I'm trying to figure it out It's the same exact now. one. It is? <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? So on Twitter, somebody had tweeted me and added iHeartMedia and was like, when are y'all going to get Angela a new laptop? I'm tired of seeing that old laptop for years. And then 20 minutes later, we got an email like, hey, so your new laptops are there. Wow. There's some good memories on them, on them old laptops. Mm-hmm. Some, some magic was created on those, but... Is it just me? Or nobody, I can't remember my username and password when it's a new laptop. It's the same it's as the it was yesterday. I know that, but it's, I don't know. Maybe it's just a <laughs> habit. Maybe we really don't know these things. I think that's just you. You think so? Yeah, because I, I know, know mine. Goodness gracious. Maybe we just, it's easier when you are used to something, though, because it's just like you're just pressing the buttons. You do it's it like almost laptop. subconsciously. I know, but it's different when you know it and you've been dealing with it for years. Like, subconsciously, I just type it in. I never even paid attention to what my password really if was. We to- if we wouldn't have told you this was a new laptop, you wouldn't even know. Yes, I would have. I saw it when same I walked in. Same exact thing. No. no, hell no. This looks almost new. It's the <laughs> same new. exact laptop. <laughs> now, it I, is? I don't yes, have a new laptop. My, and my old one right here is the same exact one. I bring my own laptop. So what's the point? <laughs> this is a newer version of it. It's a newer oh, version. Okay. Yeah, Emmy brings his own laptop. Yeah, I bring my, I use an Apple. I, got I, can't, I can't use those PCs. Those PCs are confusing to me. I got, I got my apple in my bag. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. First world problems. What's happening though? Now, shout out to everybody that was in Rolling Loud. Uh, my son made it through Rolling Loud. Three days of 3 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the morning, jumping around, having a good time. I don't know how he did it. And he was like there, there, like in the mosh pit, running around, bumping my mind. He plays football. So that, you know. Running back and forth and, and, and throwing people around. He, he enjoys that. So him and his friends had an, a good time. So did we time. back in the day. We, we grew up on crunk music. Yeah, Them kids right. ain't doing nothing but getting crunk. They can right. call it raging or whatever. They they getting crunk. Raging. Okay. Now, you know, I used to hate growing up the dudes that used to walk around with no shirts on. You used on. to hate growing up the dudes? No, when I was that's growing exactly up as no, a kid. That's not what you said. When I was growing up said. as a kid. No, that's what you wanted to hear. Yeah, did you hear this guy? Yeah. He said he hates growing up the no. dudes that didn't have no shirt I on. I said, as a kid growing up, it's I used to traumatic. hate the dudes that used to be outside with no shirt on. Whether, whether Why? It was, I don't know. I just Why hated would you them. You were jealous them? of their muscles. Yeah, I think so. Just say it. I think so. Stop it, that's man. That's when you were DJ Shrimp. Yeah. You're a grown man. I but that's my son now. You had a my fragile son. ego. You was insecure. And you hated men with muscles. So my son, when he packs, right, I look in his, you know, I blow hey. his, his uh, luggage that's when he's weird. packing, making sure he got everything. Whoa. I'm like, where's your shirts, bro? He's like, we don't wear shirts. We just wear white beaters and, and shorts. That's and you it. can't relate. I can't relate. That's right. <laughs> I can't relate. Drop on the clues bonds for Logan for being a man. <laughs> I definitely have seen Envy's right. pictures from his childhood, and I can understand why he would always wear a shirt. Oh, you can't relate. That's fine. <laughs> you couldn't relate either. Uh, that's not true, sir. That, I can relate now. You want me to take it off? No, no. I said back then. No, we don't want and, you No, to. I don't want to see right now. Uh, 
You was a little chubby. All right, back let's then. get the show started. No, nah, not please. back then. I didn't get chubby until later on in life. Back please, then, I was guys, running around outside playing basketball, mm-hmm. drinking out the fire hose. You played not basketball. You're such a liar. We can't play basketball. You can't play no damn basketball. We used to play basketball every day. That didn't mean you On the dirt road in Mons Corner. He definitely wasn't good. What you mean? I ain't say I was good, but we used to play. It was about activity. Okay, we was running around doing something. Y'all were some struggle kids, boy. No, we weren't. We had that builds character. Well, let me shout out to little Sean and Mercedes who actually brought my kids, uh, brought Logan because I wasn't going. My anxiety being in that crowd, I couldn't take it. You could have sent him with Michael Kaiser from Atlantic Records. I, no, <laughs> then, my, then he'd probably get drunk or something. But they had a good time out there, so shout out to little I mean, Sean. Rolling Loud looked amazing. I mean, yeah. it, it really did. It, it's a very diverse crowd, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's where you get the best gauge of um, yes. what's really happening out here. Absolutely. More so than the clubs, more so than radio. Yes. It's like, because it's really a reflection of of screaming and what's happening on those screaming services right? absolutely I like I, I like it All I right. dig it let's get the show cracking front page news what are we talking about well let's talk about these COVID cases surging as there are a lot of activities happening wide open on the weekends in certain places but we'll tell you what's happening with the Olympics alright we'll get into that next it's the Breakfast Club good morning I'm dialing I'm dialing hey what you doing man I'm dialing I'm calling call you this is your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Brian, but I go by Xfinity. All right, Brian. Peace, King. Chest, That's like the cable company, the cable provider, right? Nah, nah, nah. X-A-N-I-T-Y. Oh, okay. X-A-N-I-T-Y. All right, okay. what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. So, I feel like with everything that's transpired within, like, I'd say the past five to ten years, with everything, like, with uh, race relations and all that, even though I'm trying to be a positive person and I'm trying to unite everybody, I feel like there's a stipulation on me because I'm trying to be a white rapper and everybody takes it as kind of a joke or I'm seen as kind of like the enemy. And so I'm kind of figuring out like, what's the next step for, for me? Because I'm trying to be a positive person and I'm trying to be somebody who is trying to unite everybody and trying to show that we're all in this together. But like, I'm not looked at as serious because I am still a white person. You know? I, I think the thing with rap, right? Like, if you got talent, you got talent. Yeah, I was going to say, let's hear you. Let's hear something, brother. Yeah, let's hear some of this uniting music. I said, uh, every dude that rap now say they move in packs now. Life is getting crazy because these people waving gas now. Why is the hood like? That's right, it's a good life. Look what it'll get you. Look what happened to Suge Knight. You walk around with a little thug mentality, saying this the answer for police brutality. I can't argue with you because you may be right, man. But once things are hard, you blame me, the white man. Hey. You can't govern your household. Want freedom, but you just keep okay. your mouth closed. You get okay. that? I try speaking through pain caps more than these fake thugs. Look, I all am right, black. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. He's flowing. Let's go. Going. Critical race theory okay. raps. Let's go. Okay, all right. <laughs> Let's go. So what you guys think? Uh, I think that he sounds like he's part of an after-school special. I think that if they bring back Reading Rainbow or some type of PBS thing, you know what I mean? It'd be good to see you out there with the Sesame Street characters, you know what I'm saying, spitting those bars. So you don't think it's because he's white? I'd be, I'd be willing to. I mean, I'm just trying to be a voice Set it up. I'm trying to be a voice to the voiceless, you know? Now, I think what Charlamagne is saying, he doesn't think it's that because no, you're white. It's not, I mean, he sounds all right, but he's, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. You know what I mean? That. I appreciate that. But, but here's the thing. When you're a white rapper, most of the time, you have to be pretty exceptional. You know what I mean? I mean, the bar is right. set pretty high. You know, Eminem, Eminem was considered exceptional, you know? Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm very versatile. I got, I've got all different styles and stuff. 
you know, you said you wanted to hear something that was, you know, trying to unite the people and stuff. Yeah, so. I so what that. you got? What's uh, your give usual? A, can you also give, give us your Instagram? Give us your Instagram page too, so people listening can go listen and see you more. His Instagram is at White Is Right Rhymes seventy <laughs> <laughs> three. No, I, I actually don't have Instagram. I'm just on Facebook. Um, okay. I just, see, I told you seventy three, didn't it? Music. What is it? At official Xanity Music. Xanity. S A N I T Y. How okay. old are you, brother? I'm thirty two. Okay. All right. Well, good luck. I appreciate it. All right, man. Get it off your chest. Eight, nine, well, right, He's really man. chipper. All right, man. Get it off your chest. Why are you laughing, man? Because you did say that. <laughs> All right, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's DJ MP. Yes, sir. Yo, it's your boy Love, two up, two down in the building. You already know what we gotta do. Happy Monday to everybody. Angela Yee, what's up, boo? First and foremost, happy Monday. Thank you, happy Monday. How your laptop going? I didn't even plug it in yet. I'm waiting until I have a moment. All right, take time now. (laughs) Charlemagne. Peace, King. Peace, King, peace, King. You already know what I gotta do. You know you love me. Huh? What? You know what you, you know, gotta you do. Know, I already got to throw that oh, out. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I'm handsome, sir. But I'm gonna get it off my chest. Okay, okay. waiting on you. Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Compared to you all weekend, man. You been oh, what? what? Compared been to Charlemagne. Compared to Listen, I was Bobby, Jimmy, so he said, you know, you look like Charlemagne the God. Damn, I'm sorry for you, bro. Boy, I, <laughs> I gotta start my Monday off like that, y'all. You gotta start your Monday off being called man. handsome. Definitely not. You, you got to start your Monday off being uh, uh, confused for a person who gets confused for Morris Chestnut. Yeah, you should. You and should, Lafayette from you Super Blake. It was either you or Michael Blackson. That's a lie. Wow. That's just not, oh yeah. That's just, okay, I can see that. You know, nobody did that. that. Um, last thing I want to get off my chest, Charlemagne. Man, what, <laughs> what? man? <laughs> Your first game in basketball, you only made two points. They don't like to people like that. Like baller. I, I mean, I, I didn't play. I didn't play like he almost went pro. He was, in, he was, he was, he was on the dirt road. Don't worry about it. Angela pro in the, uh, what Bishop Price League. Right, I had a seventy-six man. inch vertical leap. Yo, shut up, man. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Andy Bradsky? What's up, bro? Get off your chest. Talking about? What are you talking about, King? Can we get to the moral of the story? 
I'm, I'm talking about how, how, how people, I'm sorry, Charlotte, man, how people try to backdoor you. When you got something going on and somebody mm. go to your plug. Oh, you mean undercut you. They undercut you. They undercutting uh, you. Yeah, my bad. Wrong, wrong term. Is, yeah. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, undercutting is disgusting because they mess up the marketplace for everybody. There should be a set Especially standard. Especially when it's your own brother, your blood brother. Oh, your brother back Oh, that was your you. brother brother. Yeah, my own brother backdoored me. He the one that's undercutting me. Wow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I, I I let them have it, you know? Y'all can have this event. I got it pumping for y'all. Y'all go ahead. And I moved on it and started planning something. It, ma it makes no sense because y'all should be working together, especially if y'all exactly. in the same field. Right. And that exactly. Thanksgiving is going to be I, awkward. presented it, ma'am. <laughs> Say again. I said now Thanksgiving is gonna be awkward. Now what? Oh, I do Thanksgiving with my own family that's in my house. You know, family ain't always blood. There you go. Well, I'm confused, but you have family a good morning, bro. Always blood. I apologize. You let me let me straighten you up. No, no, no you ain't straightening like me up. Whoa, well, you need some goodbye. straightening. <laughs> you need some straightening, Envy. He's saying you need some straightening. Now bro. I don't need no straightening. Uh, Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. A lot going on, huh? Uh, yeah. Let's start off with Rolling Loud Festival. Okay, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kanye West has his own Kanye West Day in Atlanta now, so I'm sure he'll be celebrating that. As you know, he was at the Mercedes-Benz arena and that's where he was playing the Donda album for everybody so July 22nd is now Kanye West Day they gave him a plaque backstage and he's also still there at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium so he's finishing his Donda album there he set himself up he was actually at the Atlanta United game also so he's just basically been there wearing the same outfit he was wearing <laughs> at his album release party that he had on Thursday he was over there over the weekend still wearing that outfit they said he was so inspired by the crowd there he wanted to stay in Atlanta and finish things up so August 6th is now the new release date. But stay in the arena? So he's in the arena sleeping, yeah, eating, so he got, so he got a chef there, so he got a studio set up in there. Everything. Yeah, he got everything set up. He ain't want a hotel or Airbnb. He said he liked the energy. He said he liked the energy of the listening party that night. But nobody else leave. is there, though. They're going now. He doesn't need anyone else. I mean, that is his birthplace, too, though, so I don't know. That, sta that stadium? He Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta's his birthplace. Oh. Well, uh, Kanye also was supposed to perform at Rolling Loud, but then decided not to. He had planned a performance Sunday in Miami and decided not to hit the stage at the festival after all. Now, according to Justin LaBoy, he's the, been the person that's been updating us on everything that's going on with Kanye's album. That's weird. He said no, Kanye not. will move the release date of Donna to August 6th. Thanks for your patience. He wants to give his fans the best possible product without rushing anything. He loves y'all with all of his heart. God bless. Hashtag Donda. Hashtag respectfully. Why, why'd you say it's weird that Justin LeBoy is giving those updates? I'd like to know. Wouldn't himself do it or the label do it? Or just Why? Justin LeBoy reaches millions of people every day and people actually listen to him and repost him and clearly it's working because Angela Lee just talked about it during her report. Right. Well, he's the what person that's about? giving the updates. So. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, What's wrong with Justin? Like, Justin LeBoy has an audience. Okay. I understand though saying, why isn't Kanye doing it personally? <laughs> Kanye giving it himself? Because it's his album. The record label project. <laughs> Justin LeBoy has the ears of people. Why not go? It's so just, does Kanye. But it's just like back in the day when Kanye would go to a media personality. Like he might go to a radio personality. Yes, he might indeed. go to a DJ. He might go to a, a, a magazine editor. He decided to go to Justin LeBoy. No, he's not, he knows what he's doing. Absolutely. 
He knows. All right, now Bobby Schmurter also delivered his first performance at Rolling Loud since his prison release and debuted some long-awaited music. So he was there uh, also. And Travis Scott debuted some new music also. He he had a lot going on. He promoted his Spike Seltzer, Cacti Agave. And things were going crazy for Travis Scott, by the way. But here is the new song that he debuted. Logan, who was uh, was at Rolling Loud, said that performance was with the best one of the weekend. He said the energy yeah, that he headliner. brought on stage, he said, was like no other. I like Travis Scott because he acts like a star. Like he don't act regular. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he acts like how stars used to act when they used to act like borderline nutty and do crazy <laughs> stuff to mess with the fans. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I like, I like it. All right. Well, that uh, track is reportedly called Escape Plan. And he also teased it on Twitter just hours before he actually went on stage for Rolling Loud. And everybody's waiting for his next album that is presumably titled Utopia. Uh, all right. In addition to that, the baby performed. And, you know, it, there was a lot of things going on with the baby's performance. He also brought out uh, Tory Lanez for the scat video that they did together last month and you know it was all kinds of drama because remember after that happened the baby and Megan Thee Stallion had some back and forth on social media partisan Fontaine jumped into it so apparently somebody threw a shoe when he revealed that Tory Lanez was on stage he took the mask off it was Tory Lanez and here's what happened put a hand in the air with a cell phone in it and turn the light on if you special too who the f- threw that mother f- busted ass goddamn Adidas <laughs> I mean, his reflexes were amazing, but mm-hmm. also the fact that he recognized it was an Adidas. Like, how did you recognize it? With, with, what kind of sneaker it was? That's incredible. Is this good marketing for Adidas? Yes. No. No. <laughs> All right. In addition, the baby did pay ten thousand dollars in fines to keep performing because you know what happens if you don't leave the stage and you have a certain amount of time left, you do have to pay a fine, and he was okay with that. So they just said we got either eight minutes left or anything after 12 o'clock is $10,000. So if I pay the $10,000 out of my pocket, I can get in the full show. That's an option. Okay then, on the count of three, let me hear it. Thank you, baby. One, two, three. Okay, hey, hey. Question, when you decide to throw your shoe at an event, like do you bring extra shoes? Or do you just make you just the be barefoot after that. That's barefoot. what it is. You just yeah. make the conscious yeah. decision to you walk got, around with one shoe on. You got to be barefoot. Mm. Okay. All right. Now, Koyla Ray has responded to people criticizing her rolling loud. Said, you know, they be messing with her all the time. She was trending on Twitter, and that's because somebody posted everybody just kind of standing there during her set, and they said the whole crowd is doing the mannequin challenge, <laughs> rolling loud. And, you know, she said, just want to say thank you for all the love I get. I'm so loved by so many people. It blocks out the hate. You love me. I love you forever. What I don't understand, why doesn't Coyle LeRae's social media team just clip the parts of when people are actually wilding? Because it's a 15-minute performance. All they do on Twitter is take six seconds, Right, it's one person seconds. that's trying to, to Exactly. But, I mean, I guess things like that end up naturally going viral. So, it's But not... just count it a narrative. Right. Like, just post a video saying, once again, they lying. Because, I mean, it's a 15-minute performance. I could literally do that with every artist, damn near. I could take 30 seconds where people are just standing around doing their performance. I'm now, sure. Coyle Ray also said it's about over 100 artists who performed in that lineup, and all people want to do is eat up my cack, LOL. Gotta love this ish, for real. I got good problems. And then she said, we don't give no Fs. We all get money. Let them hate. Album's coming in September. 
And 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 um, the crazy part is that's going to become a thing now yeah, because of social media. Every time, yeah, Crowd, they keep doing that to her. Crowds are going to do that to her just because they, they think a, that's a the laugh. narrative. Yeah, because right. they go to her show and they be like, "Are they go where she's performing?" Like, oh, am I supposed to like her? Let's just all stand mm-hmm. here. We'll make the internet. We'll keep pushing Koyla Ray. You know, you got to keep going. All right. And that is your rumor reports. All right. Now, uh, front page news next. What are we talking about? Man, this TV reporter was getting harassed while she was just trying to do her job. So we want to play this for you. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our Audible pick of the day is my Audible original, We've Got Answers. It's what I call a safe space for unsafe questions about race with me, James Altucher, and some very important guests. Sign up for a free 30-day Audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the U.S. men's basketball team defeated France. No, no they lost They to lost France. to France. I'm sorry. They lost to France. 83-76. ready to lie on a Monday morning for the United States <laughs> I wanted America. them to win. I wanted them to win. Hey. But, but France beat them 83-76 at the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah, that's the first loss they've had since 2004 in the Olympics. Yeah, but the third loss in, like, what, five games? <laughs> yeah. I think something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, what else we got you? All right, now imagine you're just doing your job and people start harassing you. Well, that's what happened to Rochester, New York, Spectrum News 1 reporter, Brianna Hamblin. She was on the scene about to talk about a a local healthy meals program for kids this summer. Right before she was uh, starting her report, this is what happened. Yeah, we're not on. 20 seconds. Thank you. You beautiful as hell. Thank you. God damn. But why are you over here on camera, though? Watch Spectrum News. You can find out. Go find go find a TV and watch Spectrum News. See, that's why I can't be left alone with a black woman or a mulatto chick. Because I can't right. stand these white We are girls. done here. Have a great rest of your day. You are sexy as you know how harassing that is. She's just trying to do her job. Now, she went on social media and she said, being hit on and harassed as a woman, especially as a woman reporter out in the field, happens so often you learn how to roll with it or ignore it. This time it happens to be recorded only seconds before my hit. There are a lot of things wrong with this. One, if you don't want to be on camera, simply avoid it or ask nicely to not be on camera. Don't walk toward it or make a scene. Who said this was about you? Two, all men these days just can't give compliments? No. The first man's you look nice as he continued to walk away is fine. It's the second man who took this to another disgusting level it didn't need to be. Three, the audacity of the things men say to me never ceases to amaze me. What makes you think women want to be talked to that way? In no way is this endearing. It's uncomfortable. It's gross. Four, being a black woman in this industry has its own headaches, but talking down on one group of women to praise another group is never okay. It just shows you have a disgusting fetish based on stereotypes, which is just as racist. Yeah, I always felt like uh, those reporters out in the field needed security. Yeah, should have security. Like, like I mean, for historically for years, like because they, they send them to some of the worst places. Worst you places know what I mean? ever. <laughs> to, yes. to put the broadcast live, like they should have some type of security out there. Right. I mean, really, these men should not be harassing women, period. Like, that was awful. I can't even imagine how that throws you off. And then to feel like I'm just used to this happening all the time. You just roll with it. And she was trying to respond just to get him to keep moving and still be polite. Because also sometimes when you don't respond, people can get very nasty and aggressive. So you just have to try to be nice and just be like, okay, thank you. Move along. If you got security, security can tell them to move along for you. Mm -hmm. Especially those people, the news reporters, because you see them in all types of wild situations. 
All right. Now, Jeff Bezos' 18-year-old space flight companion told him that he had never bought anything from Amazon before. So he told Jeff Bezos <laughs> that. And Jeff Bezos replied, oh, wow, it's a long time ago I heard someone say that. So, you know, it, that's pretty hilarious that you've never bought anything from Amazon. I don't believe him. <laughs> I just simply don't believe he him. He might not have personally did it. He Somebody might bought it. Some Amazon have. packages that came to your yeah. crib. Well, he didn't personally before. buy it. He didn't He's personally 18. buy it. Yeah, it, it might have been his well, nanny be or his, his keeper or, you know, his I've butler. Never, I've never personally keeper. bought it. <laughs> I've never personally bought it, but I've... you never sh- gone on Amazon and purchased anything? Mm-mm. Me neither. I do. I actually, the reason I have Prime <laughs> is because I order my groceries from Whole Foods and it's free. My daughter has Prime. I tell her to order everything. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Prime video. It's the same thing as you ordering it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you tell I her what to get. Thing, but I, I just haven't done it. My I just, love going on Prime. That's where I order everything from. I order books. I order like things I need from my home. Nah, my daughter and he's young, it. though. He's only 18. He yeah, hasn't he's done young. a lot he's of things 18. yet. Right. Nah, my daughter does it for me. All right. Well, that must be nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's talk about Clark Atlanta University. They are clearing account balances. I love this. To help students during the pandemic, to help students continue their education. I love this. They said, we understand these past two academic years have been emotionally and financially difficult on students and their families due to the pandemic. That's why we will continue to do all we can to support their efforts. I think so aside from tuition relief. They said uh, federal help had allowed it to provide emergency financial aid, refund a prorated amount of housing and mail charges for spring 2020, purchase 4,000 Dell laptops for every financially enrolled student, and buy hotspots to give students with limited or no internet access in their homes. Well, a lot of people, I mean, I listen, it. my alma mater, South Carolina State University, they're um, canceling $9.8 million in student debt. So drop on the clues bonds for South Carolina State University as well. And the Wilberforce University said they're canceling student debt for 2020 and 2021 graduates. So, That's yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. I think all the HBCUs should do that. All right. Well, that is your front page news. I don't know what Hampton doing. No, y'all talking about all the other colleges. I don't know what Hampton doing. You should doing. know. Envy, help or, them out. Or Howard. I don't know what they're doing, but I don't know. But all the colleges should do that. All right. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. I want to congratulate Michael Blackson and his fiance again, Rada. Rada. Now mm-hmm. they got engaged on the Breakfast Club on Friday. And they, they went to Ghana already. Yeah, so they went to Ghana already, mm-hmm. and it, they look like they're having an amazing time. They said they had to get the uh, approval. Yeah, Michael's parents, parents approval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always say that on 90 Day Fiance when they have to ask the approval. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd be like, on that show, how do they approve? This person. But isn't it kind of defeating the purpose if you propose first and then go ask for approval? Because what if your parents say we don't approve? They do you won't. call up? I'm sure. I'm, they, no, but what yeah. if they do? Do you call up the engagement? You can. It actually is uh, very difficult sometimes if the parents don't approve because that has happened. Yeah, I think you post, you should ask first. But I, I, I kind of feel like you have to say yes, yeah, but they ha- person has to say yes, but and then you ask for approval because what if they don't say yes? Well, I I, I asked my father-in-law first before the proposal. That's what you're supposed to do, right? You go to the father and you ask the father's permission. Yeah, you, you're supposed to ask permission. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I but they're going for his family. Hmm? Like he proposed to her and then he goes to his family. To but that's what I mean. What if, her fa- what if his family says we don't approve, but you've already proposed? Then what do you do? That's a crazy situation to be in. I was with my wife so long. They knew it was But anyway, but the question is, I've seen this on Shade Room, so let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Is the relationship over if the marriage proposal is declined? We saw this also just happen last week in Massachusetts at a game. The guy proposed to his girlfriend and she ran off. Now, this actually happened to Yee. 
Yeah, somebody no, did propose to me. We'll talk about it when we come back. Somebody proposed to Yee. So awkward. Yee, uh, we'll talk about it when we come back, all right? But the question is, is the relationship over if the marriage proposal is declined, all right? 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, uh, we were asking 800-585-1051, is the relationship over if the marriage proposal is declined? All right. Now, um, this actually happened to Angela Yee. Yee. So what happened? Break it down. <laughs> Man, I feel bad about this because he's really a nice guy, but... Uh, he did propose to me and I wasn't expecting it. I was like never met none of his family members or anything. I feel like it wasn't really at that point. And so he proposed to me at a restaurant and it was like a on the cake was the ring. And then the ring, the cake said like, if you would marry me, please, because they didn't spell it right. And so I was trying to read it because I was confused about what was going on while it was happening because I definitely didn't expect it. And then he was embarrassed because he could tell it wasn't going well. Then the manager came over like, how'd it go? And he was like, not good. I need to go outside and get some air. <laughs> So did and you at least follow him outside and be like... I needed a minute, too. <laughs> you needed a minute, too? Yeah, because I wasn't expecting that. I think you kind of have to know that someone is ready for that and, like, discuss it a little bit. So So where's the ring now? Uh, I think it's in my house. You still have the ring? Well, yeah, he did tell me to keep the ring because I tried to give it back to him. And he was like, no, keep it. I don't ever want to see it again. So did you date him again after that? No, that was actually the last time we saw each oh, other. damn it, man. It was a long man. time ago. I mean, it's an interesting question because what do you do after that? Do you wait and see if, you know, the woman will feel different in the future? It has to change the dynamics of the relationship because one person will feel like, what are we in this relationship for if there's no future? But sometimes guys propose at the wrong time, too. A second time. This guy proposed after he got caught cheating. That's the worst time to propose to somebody. And I think sometimes people think that's going to fix everything. Yeah, maybe that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, like you got caught cheating. You want to try to salvage the relationship yep. by getting married? I'm ready to commit, baby. <laughs> that's, that's I want to be with you terrible now time. for the rest of my life. And, and in that case, I feel like, you know, you got to understand that's your fault. Yep. Hello, who's this? What up, though? This father from Detroit. What, what up, though? What up, though? So now, good? is the relationship over if the marriage proposal is declined? Uh, it doesn't mean it's over, but the sad part about it, you'd be hard-pressed to get asked again. <laughs> yeah, how do you ask again? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, that's a hurting feeling, especially, you know, I feel bad for those cats to be doing it publicly, trying yeah. to make a big thing out of it. It's traumatizing, You got to see this guy propose at a baseball game in Massachusetts. It went viral. She ran away. And that's traumatizing. Everybody was yelling, uh, say yes, say yes. But she said no. And Damn she, it, man. Yeah. Oh, see, he got to pick his heart, his face, his behind up off the floor. It's a wrap. He in trouble. Yeah, there's nowhere to go after that, bro. Yeah, <laughs> nowhere at all. Hello, who's this? Terry. Hey, Terry. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing, I'm doing fine. So Now, Terry, uh, did this happen to you, Terry? Yes, it did. Um, I, I'm like Charlemagne. I, you know, back when I was raised up, you got to ask the daddy. You know, can you marry the daughter? So I, I went downstairs to ask him, can I marry the daughter? He said no. Wow. <laughs> 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 but that's no. but you got to be prepared for those answers. Can you go ahead yeah, and still propose? Did you ask why? I, no, I didn't. I understood why. They was from suburban. And I was from the hood, and and her daddy used to work for the juvenile detention home, and he saw something in me he didn't like, and so we got married anyway. Okay. Wow. Right. You, you defied them. 
We've been married 33 years, seven kids. And her her dad came back to me later, about two years into the marriage, and said, uh, everybody doubted y'all but me. But I'm like, you the one told me I couldn't marry. <laughs> he was taking the advice of the family, yeah. sir. There you go. Yeah, but it worked out. We happy. Has he ever put his uh, hand on your shoulder and just said, hey, man, you a good man, man. I appreciate the way you love my daughter and my grandkids. Yes, he did. He um, he, he told me that um, two years later, in the, you know, after we, we had our first child and he said, uh, everybody um, doubted y'all, but not me. He actually put his arm around me and and said, um, he's proud of me. That's, That's good, nice. man. There you right. go. Thank Happy you, ending. Man. I'm glad y'all still again. Thank you. All right, brother. 800-585-1051. Is the relationship over if the marriage proposal is declined? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, is the relationship over if the marriage proposal is declined? Now, Charlamagne, what are your thoughts? We, we spoke to Yee. It's actually happened to Yee. But what, what are your thoughts? Oh, I said earlier, I mean, it's an interesting question because what do you do after that? Do you wait and see, you know, if the woman will feel different in the future? Like, it's impossible for that not to change the dynamics of the relationship because, you know, one person will feel like, what are we in this relationship for if there is no future? And like somebody called and said earlier, what do I do? What do, do I Later on, do I come back? Do I double back? Do I wait for her to ask me? Like, what happens here? See, I can't... I. That's the thing. It's, it's I, it has to be over because I can't ask again. I, I won't have the confidence to ask again. Yeah, yeah, it takes yeah. a lot of confidence. But it also depends on why she said no. I feel like you know if but you know you, you guys mm-hmm. were already having some issues and you asked during that time, you kind of have to understand that. And then you should have her explain like, well, you know. You might not want that why though. That why might be the point of no return. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Because she might just be scared of. I don't. I don't like you like that. <laughs> like, damn. She could be like, look, I can't see myself with somebody with a small penis for the rest of my life. You see life. what I'm saying? Yeah. So now we ain't got no business together. Yeah, we, yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it'd be hard to ask again. Hello, who's this? Hey, hey what's up, brother? Now, is it the relationship <laughs> over if the marriage proposal is declined? I don't think, I think it depends. Uh, if it's done publicly, I think it could, it should be over because, <laughs> you know, you, you set me up and you let me down in front of the world like that, but if it's private and, you know, you just say, baby, I'm not ready. You know, uh, let's give it some more time. I think you can still move on. But if it's public, you can still accept it. And then privately say, man, I didn't want to humiliate you. You know, I, but I, I'm Just not say ready. yes in front of nah, people. Nah, you can't do that because you're so excited. You're hype. You call your mom, your your grandma, your pops, your friends. Yeah, and you, then when you get you home, she's a rap. Then you got to call them back and tell them why it's a rap. Yeah, you, but you can let me down, like, right right after that. Like, right we get away from the public side, like, baby, I'm not really ready. I just didn't want it to be like that. I, I often wonder if these guys who propose Thanks, and get to, told no, have they done any prep work? What you have, mean? have you poked around to any of her That's friends? Saying, you gotta have that comfort. Yeah, you have gotta you, figure it out. Yeah, have you poked around to any of her friends and asked, would this young lady marry you? Have you talked to any of her relatives and asked, you think she's interested in marrying me? Have you ever like had you... the conversation with her and said to her, Man, you know, can you see us, you know, getting married someday? Is and that- also, even proposing in public, like you have to know if your woman would want you to propose in front of people or not. Because mm-hmm. I also feel like that's kind of embarrassing. It's a level of arrogance, right? It's not quite Daryl and coming to America where you just automatically tell everybody that you proposed and she said yes. But it's just a a slight level below that. All right. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Vladimir. Vladimir. Vladimir, what's up? Vladimir. What's up? 
What's up, man? King of North Miami in the building. All right, now is the, is the relationship over if the if the marriage proposal is declined, bro? Of course, man. How you gonna progress if uh, they decline? I mean, what what a relationship gonna go from there? That's what, what I. Yeah. If it ain't gonna happen, then why we still here? I mean, you could be working on it. Maybe y'all wasn't at that point yet. Maybe you were premature. So well, how long you got to wait before you say yes? That's you know true. I mean? Like, you're holding on to somebody for no reason. Because I always hear these stories about people who get married. Whenever you hear they, them, them, them do their vows, they always say they knew that this person I mean, was going to be the one. Because sometimes people propose quick, too. What if y'all only been dating six months and he's like, she's the one? And she's like, I need a little more time. Hello, who's this? What's up? What's up? It's John. How you doing? How you doing? What's, what's happening, John? What's up? What's up, bro? Good morning. Good morning. Is the uh, relationship over if the marriage proposal is declined? It's over, over. It's done, Damn. done. Y'all are sensitive. Felicio rap over, huh? Ain't never coming back. I'm wow. throwing everything away. Damn, man. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't see how you come back Jeez, from this, though. Dude, I need. I guess th- th- we need to hear from somebody who's been proposed to, said no, wasn't ready at the time, but then got proposed to the same person later on. Because I don't see how you come back from this either. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Julie. Hey, Julie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Is the relationship over if the marriage proposal is declined? Why would it be if they're proposing to spend the rest of their life with you? Just because they say no. Like, at that moment, right? I'm sure they have a reason. Yeah, because if you like, oh, I'm done with her now because she just said no, I'm not even really willing to work on making this happen yeah, in the mean, future. You really didn't want to spend the rest of your life with that person. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, because there's so many reasons as to why right now is not the time to. Right. And I personally think that if you are getting engaged, you are getting engaged to start setting up, like, you know, planning for the wedding and all that stuff. And if it's not the time, it's not the time. But right. Okay. Well, thank you. Now, what's the moral of the story, guys, if there is a moral? I think the moral of the story is, man, you better do some prep work before you get down on your knees and be proposing to women, okay? <laughs> like, have a pillow talk conversation or something. Just have a discussion about y'all future before you make these kind of decisions. But that kind of that kind of kills the proposal if, if, if you have a, a prep conversation. You don't have to say, I'm about to propose to you, yeah. but you can say, do, what do you think about marriage? Yeah. Like, do you see yourself getting married to me? Like, nah, I don't see myself getting then married. Then you don't propose. Then that's it. Simple as that. Would you tell a don't guy propose. Like, hey, if a guy says, hey, what do you think about marriage? He'll be like, yeah, but not to you. Would, would you say that? I would say, um... I'm not really in that space right now yet. Damn. By the way, women... I would actually say so. Don't propose right now if you were thinking about it. Damn it, man! By the way, <laughs> women do that to men all the time. Right. Women do that to men all the time. Have the conversations about what do you see? Where do you see us going? What do you think our future is going to be like? Do you believe in marriage? Do you want kids? Like women have that conversation all the time with men. Men should have it with women too. Why not? All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about R. Kelly. He's being accused now of sexually abusing two teenage boys. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Happy Monday. How's everybody feeling out there? How was everybody's weekend? <sighs> I had a good weekend. I caught up on a lot of content. I watched uh, Black Widow this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. I was watching uh, The Power Book 3, Raising King. I got to get into that. I haven't watched it yet. I meant so to do I, that I, last night. Yeah, I just caught up on that. How'd you like it? It's good. It's only like on episode it. two, right? It's yeah. episode two, yeah. I, I haven't seen any week. of it yet, so I watched both episodes last night. Mm-hmm. I am invested in the power universe. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. actually changing the uh, section of, of my car show. It's paid in full. I'm going to call it the Raisin Canaan section because <laughs> it's uh, based on the 90s and, and late 80s. So Dropping the clues bombs for 50 dope. for putting that pressure on in me. 
You know what I mean? Nah, he actually didn't. I actually called him and I was like, yo, this is a dope mm -hmm. idea. Because, you know, Fifth is my guy. So I was like, let's call it the Raising Canaan section. Helps with what, what he's doing. That's right. Fifth <laughs> said, yeah, it is a dope idea. I thought about this. I meant to call you and tell you to do it. Okay? <laughs> you I'm know glad. you got to pay. I'm glad, glad I didn't have to call you, okay? <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be the Raising Canaan section, August 14th in Atlantic City. So all the old school cars, the 80s, 90s. And I love the... Uh, that's, I, I'm still amazed by watching it and seeing how they get all that old stuff like the old jackets the old clothes the Walkmans the headphones the all that stuff still exists did yeah. you ask them how they got it and, and, and a lot of it they can make right yeah, like they can especially make the clothes and stuff yeah the clothes they can but the, the old props and boom boxes and all that that just seems it, it just seems dope Right Takes well. me back to that time. And then I was trying to catch up on the shy also. I randomly have not watched this season at all, so I just watched the first couple of episodes. No, I can't lie. I lost, the shy lost me a long time ago. Yeah, I and, and, and for, for, for no other reason other than it's so much content out there. You know, you really got to pay attention to what you give your time to. I just I just got backtracked on the shy and never went back. And then the other thing I did this weekend that was uh, interesting is I've been shopping for furniture. Now, I'm not moving into my house until next year sometime, but they said the furniture has been taking so long. Like, yeah. everybody I know who's ordered stuff said it's been taking months and months and months for things to come. Yeah. So Eight months to a year, depending on what you're ordering. Yeah, they told me it'll take about six months, so I didn't want to risk it. So and then the prices are going up, too, and because of the, the lumber prices and everything going up. So, yeah, it's it's... Everybody's eating right now. Furniture stores are doing well. Car manufacturers are doing well. It's tough. Everybody's, uh, it seems like a lot of people have I'd be trying to budget stuff, that's all. I'd be trying to no, budget. I said it seems like it, it, the way people spend their money right now, it, it yeah, seems crazy. that's not true. We know that's not true. The They're case. charging over for Kias yeah, but and Hondas and Toyotas. Yeah, but you know, we know that there's a big gap between the haves and have-nots. Yeah, it, it always has been, but COVID definitely made it even wider. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah but, so, but I just want to say, that, like I was saying, I'm just trying to budget my life out so I know what I'm spending now so I can do that for now and then budget it out and slowly start accumulating things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get the show cracked. Oh, I was going to say, we'll get the show cracked. Yeah, let's get it started. Back, <laughs> we got uh, rumors. What are we talking about in the rumors? We're talking about R. Kelly. He's being accused of sexually abusing two teen boys, and we'll give you those details. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. <laughs> Well, R. Kelly is facing some new allegations in his current legal case. Now, as you know, there's about two weeks left until jury selection is to begin in R. Kelly's federal racketeering trial. And Brooklyn prosecutors are asking to admit additional evidence of crimes, alleged crimes that were not charged in their indictments of the singer. And so these uh, filing details testimony from a witness who says that R. Kelly asked her to obtain child pornography involving boys for him. Further evidence also includes recordings of physical abuse and threats that R. Kelly allegedly used to maintain control over women and girls who he had sexual relationships with. There's also evidence of bribes allegedly made on R. Kelly's behalf to state and county workers. Now, there's also uh, new charges that accused the singer of molding young boys. According to federal documents, they mentioned a John Doe, a young boy who R. Kelly is accused of abusing. And according to court papers, 2006 court papers show that R. Kelly met John Doe number one, then asked the boy what he was willing to do to succeed in the music business and clarified that he wanted John Doe number one to engage in sexual contact with him. The teen then is said to have introduced R. Kelly to a male friend, and they said years later, R. Kelly started a sexual relationship with John Doe number two, and at times even paid John Doe number two after sexual encounters. Both the boys, according to this complaint, were 17 years old when R. Kelly met them. Yikes. Mm -mm -mm. Yes. They also have video 
on his phone that uh, shows a file that was created May 26, 2019, and that's screen recordings of young males engaging in sex acts. So it's downloading child pornography involving boys. And that's what they say was on mm-hmm. R. Kelly's cell phone, allegedly. So all this is going on right now. We'll see what happens. Jury selection does start on August 9th with all of these different allegations right now. Sheesh, R. Kelly. And this all is in Brooklyn uh, so far. This is all happening here in New York. All right. Now, LeVar Burton is going to be hosting Jeopardy. And that's his guest hosting appearance. that actually starts today. So, you know, he had this whole social media campaign that was led by fans. You know him from Reading Rainbow and Star Mm -hmm. Trek, right? And so this is his time now to be the guest host. He's going to be hosting July 26th to the 30th. So here's what he had to say. I've been a fan of Jeopardy for all of my life. And when this opportunity came by, I could not pass it up. Alex did this for 37 years. The man was like butter. For me, I think all in all, I'm going to walk away happy. We all got to watch. We all got to support. Yes. They already have a petition which wants him to take over Jeopardy hosting, and it has 257,000 signatures already. Man, did you know Shaka Khan sang the Reading Rainbow theme song? Well, she re-recorded it back in the early 2000s. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Somebody you, told me that yesterday, and I looked it up. Fact from? Somebody told me that yesterday, and I looked it up. She re-recorded it uh, like in like in 2000. Mm, I didn't know that. <laughs> All right, now Donald Trump was giving a speech at a rally in Arizona, and during that speech, he suggested that LeBron James could get an operation to compete in women's sports. We all like to what? win. If I were a coach, I'll tell you, I wouldn't be talking to too many women as we know women. I'd be getting some of these people that they're women. Somebody said that if LeBron James ever decided to get the operation, how would he be? How would he be on the court? And by the way, LeBron James, you can have him. Did you see the basketball ratings, which were terrible, but they went up after his team was defeated? But tell me exactly what Trump is saying. He's suggesting that LeBron James could get sex assignment, sex reassignment surgery and then compete on the women's team. Well, the money wouldn't be there. The money, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't make any sense for LeBron James. Why would he even just make that up? What do you mean? Like, he just made that whole scenario oh, up. About LeBron. That's like, his whole life. Yeah, he yeah, makes yeah, things yeah. up all the time. But, yeah, so no, but nobody would do that because the money is not there. The money isn't there in women's sports. Now, if the money was there, it'd be a different ballgame, maybe. The money's not well, there. Well, people aren't doing that just for money, monetary purposes. I don't think that's the point of it, just to try to get paid. All right, now, James Brown's estate has finally settled after a 15-year legal battle. Did you even know that this was going on? Mm-hmm. So apparently uh, the agreement was reached on July 9th. Details of the settlement were not disclosed, but it had been in dispute since uh, James Brown died at the age of 74 on Christmas Day. And it extended beyond finance for a time into the ultimate disposition of his remains. Now, one of the key parties in this dispute was Tommy Ray Heine. She's a former partner and mother to one of his children. She was once locked out of his estate. She claimed to be married to him, but evidence of that was really not there. In his will, he left the vast majority of his fortune to a trust, his personal effects to some of his children, $2 million for his grandchildren's education, and nothing to her. So according to all these different lawsuits that happened over the year, uh, they said that there was no clear picture as to the ultimate value of his estate. They said it ranges from well more than $100 million to as low as $5 million. So we don't even know exactly how much money that is. And we're not going to get the details of what was disclosed. But 
they finally have uh, settled that. All right, now Pink has offered to pay the fines for Norway's women's beach handball team after they broke these sexist uniform rules. So over the weekend, these women were told that they have to wear bikini bottoms during their matches. And what sport is this? European. It's a beach handball association. So it's the women's beach handball team. You can't wear bikinis on the beach? So the rules say they have to have a close fit and cut on an upward angle toward the top of the leg, and the side width has to be a maximum of 10 centimeters. Now, Norway's team neglected to follow these rules. They wore shorts. They didn't want to wear those bikini bottoms, and they were fined 1,500 euros. And so Pink spoke out about it. She said, I'm very proud of the Norwegian female beach handball team for protesting the very sexist rules about their uniform. The European Handball Federation should be fined for sexism. So this did end up going viral. Pink did pay the fines for them. And now they're saying that they would try to change the rules regarding the women's uniforms. Well, why can't you wear bikini bottoms on the beach? I'm so confused. They don't want to. They wanted to wear the shorts that they had on. They felt like they shouldn't have to. Do men have to wear bikini but who, bottoms? But who wants? I'm saying they don't. I'm confused. So the then. women's beach handball team did okay. not want to wear those bikini bottoms. They had shorts on. They're they got fined for wearing shorts instead of the bikini bottoms. Oh, I thought the Olympics was telling them they can't wear the bikini bottoms. No. No. They want them They're trying to, to make them. them. Yeah. But right. they want to wear the shorts. Oh, okay, okay. So the Olympics are trying to make them wear bikini bottoms. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. But this is the European Beach Handball Championships, by the way. All right, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, a guy named Gentry Burns in Florida. He's a Florida man, okay, and he needs to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. Take a closer look at the General and get the great low rates and quality coverage you deserve. For a hassle-free quote today, call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, Donkey of the day for Monday, July 26th goes to a Central Florida man named Gentry Burns. He is 27 years old and hails from Port Orange, Florida. Now, over the past year and a half, COVID has been the headliner of all diseases. Doesn't matter who took center stage before young Kobe, because young Kobe has stolen everybody's shine. Okay, cancer, HIV, AIDS, diabetes, hell, the flu, all still doing numbers, but their promo and marketing campaigns pale in comparison, okay, to the attention Shorty Cove gets, all right? Hell, even now, you know, people thought COVID was gone because there is a vaccine, you know, mask are off, social distancing ceases, and now, allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is Cove. See to the OV, all right? COVID seems like this summer they are re-releasing the deluxe version of what was the highest charting disease of the year last year. But don't think for one second these other diseases aren't doing numbers. See, we doing all we can to prevent, you know, each other from getting COVID. But uh, are, are you still sticking to the basics to prevent yourself from catching other diseases? In particular, STD. See, I know people take forms of birth control to prevent pregnancy, but you still have to wear condoms to prevent the spread of STDs. It's the same reason we should still wear masks. It's great that it's a vaccine, but don't take the mask off. You still need protection. You can't go around raw dog in air just because, you know, there's a vaccine out there. Put the damn mouth condom on because you can still catch something, okay? You can still pass things along. And on top of that, folks be lying. 
All right, you got people running around here with the cards that said they got vaccinated, but they are not vaccinated. Okay, and you got people running around with STDs not disclosing their status either to partners, which brings me to Gentry Burns. And the irony of his last name being Burns is not lost on me because Gentry is out here in these streets. Okay, let's go to WESH NBC2 for the report, please. 26-year-old Gentry Burns is accused of infecting women with HIV without telling them he's tested positive for the disease. West 2 News spoke with one of Burns' ex-girlfriends who says she's hoped for this day for years. He terrifies me. I think about it every day. And I just want what's best for my son. Burns is the biological father of Allison Barker's son. She believes she is one of the only women to have a relationship with Burns and not contract HIV. Allison says Burns physically attacked her in 2011 and she broke up with him. Later, she spoke with another ex-girlfriend who said they both tested positive and Burns was lying about it to other women. On Thursday, the Volusia County Sheriff's Office announced Burns will face three charges of failing to inform sexual partners about an HIV infection. Deputies believe other women could be infected and have not come forward. The Sheriff's Office says Gentry Burns was already in the Volusia County Jail for an unrelated case. With these new charges, he's being held here on no bond. Yikes. Man, we out here shaming, shaming the unvaccinated in regards to COVID. What do we do for the gentry burns of the world? That man earned every bit of the two years he's getting in prison for not informing sexual sex partners that he was infected with HIV. I would never understand people who put their own self-interest over the interests of others when it comes to disease, okay? Folks who get COVID but still go out because you need to get your hair done, all right? You know how many people were at Rolling Loud this weekend knowing they recently probably tested positive for COVID? People fear FOMO more than they feel fear disease. All right. The fear of missing out. All right. Folks with COVID fear missing out on events and folks like Gentry Burns feel like they are missing out on sex. And they are both willing to not disclose their status to satisfy their personal desires because they personally want to have a great time. Damn everybody else. As long as they get theirs, as long as they enjoy their moment, they don't give a damn about who they hurt. More proof that selfish people tend to only be good to themselves. Okay. Just self-absorbed people who only think about what makes them feel good at the moment. They don't have any respect or regard for anyone else. So protect yourselves, people. Look out for yourself, because I think if it's one thing we all learned over the past year and some change, we can't expect other humans to look out for us. Please let Remy Ma give Gentry Burns the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! you dumb. All right. Cold world out here. It is. All right. Thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, Machine Gun Kelly uh, was uh, talking about supporting his girlfriend's new movie, right? We, we have that... Uh, there's no, no audio, audio, but he's tweeted. But he's also in the movie, by the way. That's actually where they were on set together, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. And so it's this movie called Midnight in the Switchgrass, and Megan Fox is in it. Bruce Willis is in it. They're saying it was an embarrassingly awful performance by Bruce Willis, and that he kind of sleepwalked through the role. But Machine Gun Kelly shared his thoughts on Twitter. He said, if I don't talk or tweet about a movie I'm barely in, it's because it's trash. All right. <laughs> But yes, Megan Fox does star in this movie, and both of them didn't even go to the premiere, by the way. All right. So I respect the honesty. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you support your partner's product or situation if it's trash? I just want to say it has a 9% positive review rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. But it sounds to me like that was a mutual decision that they both made. Yeah, they you both said did. they both didn't go to the red carpet. And they're both in it. So we're asking outside of that. 800-585-1051. Do you support your partner? 
if their uh, product or their situation or what they're doing is trash. So let's say your husband's a rapper and he's trash and he has a new album mm-hmm. and you know he's trash. No, make Would him get a him, job. Hmm? Would you support him? I don't have a husband. What make are you that man about? get a job. You said let's just say. No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking that question out there. Or let's say that you, maybe your girl has a, a weave line and, and the weaves are trash or whatever <laughs> why, it may be. Why whatever would you be is. wearing a weave? Tell them to delete that SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a whack rapper and your girl makes whack <laughs> weaves, y'all just need to all stay away from tracks. Nobody make no tracks over there in the house. Okay? <laughs> 800-585-1051. Do you support your partner's product if it's trash? That's the question. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. So we're asking 800 585 1051. Do you support your partner's product if it's trash? Mm. All right. I do an Instagram story with a swipe up. Okay. So you're not going to give him a real post. You're going to give him a story? Yeah, I give him a story, though. If it's trash, it's hard to, you know, you don't want to also ruin your credibility. I would, I would support regardless. If, 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 if my wife did something that I thought was trash, I would support. Because, you know, a lot of times it's, a, it's based off opinion. What, what I think is trash, a, a lot of people might like. And especially during this pandemic, people are trying to come up with their own businesses and things to do. And some of it wasn't quite hitting right. Right. So I think it's also important to tell them, though, how they can improve. Correct. So what about you, Charlamagne? Yeah, I mean, it's levels to trash. Trash is subjective. You know what I'm saying? So if it's a difference of opinion, like you said, like I I, I may think it's trash, but That's my wife saying. likes it. I'm going to still support it because yep. she may be right. But I mean, if it's... um. If it's overall trash, <laughs> like I shouldn't even get to get to social media. Her and I should have a conversation about that and be like, "Yo, yeah. baby, you can really like, do some things to improve business? it." But what you thought was trash, everybody else might love. It. Like, what if she, it what if she was like, "I want to start a catering business," but the food that she made, you were like, uh. "Well, you got to be honest with her because right. why would because because grand opening, grand closing, right? Because soon as that food goes out there and somebody tastes it and they don't like it." Your See, credibility is done, and nobody's going to rock with our business. Right. I mean, how many times have we all been to a restaurant where people talk so great about a restaurant, we go there and don't like the food? Yeah, but that's not your wife, though. Same thing. It could your be wife the same, is like your partner. Like it you got the same thing. She might make nah, something that man. you don't like, but everybody else loves. You don't let your partner. You don't let your partner do anything whack. You know what I'm saying? Just like your partner shouldn't let you do anything whack. That's true, but it's it's kind of subjective. Like what what you might not like, everybody else might like. Sometimes. But you know, I'm just talking about you really being able to stand behind something. Like you might not like it, but you feel like obligated to support it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's that. really your... Because right. you don't want to support something you don't like if it's not your wife. Uh, yeah, let's say you dated a rapper, right? And the rapper was trash. Would you tell him? Would you support him? I would tell him that I don't really like his music, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to. That's the only way people get better. That's, like, I don't that's, see how you can pretend to like something if you care about somebody and you, you don't like it. I don't do that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. stand behind nothing that I don't, I don't absolutely like or use for myself. But I say it in a nice way. Yeah, I mean, I, if my wife created something that I didn't like, like I said, I would support because sometimes I don't like something that other people like. What if she was like, I'm going to start making dioramas and selling those online? What is the hell is a diorama? Yeah, I was about Y'all never had to make dioramas in school? Mm-hmm. No. What's a in diorama? The shoe, you know, in the shoebox? No. You get a shoebox and then you put like a scene in the shoebox. It's like a... Um... No. I've never done that in the shoebox, okay? I've definitely done diorama in the bathroom, though, when I drink <laughs> milk. Milk does me dirt. <laughs> get your diorama. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hello, hello, what's going on? Hey, what's up, bro? We're talking about, 
Do you support your partner's product even if it's trash? Um, the answer is no. I actually was put in that position and I didn't do it, so you know. Oh damn. What was the position? I was in college and um I had a girl who she had like a little rap group and um <laughs> it was it was dirt. It was bad, you know. And you was right. Um, and everybody I was correct. I was I was right. <laughs> everybody was told my body like that's your girl, a group's not that good, da 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 and um I ended up breaking up with her. Damn, just because of that. Yeah. What if she would have blew up after that? That would have been insane. Yeah, I'd have felt crazy. Right. Yeah, but you were correct, sir. What? And I bet you she got a nice job now because of you. Exactly, you know? All right. Thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? It's Molly, the electrician. What's up, bro? We're talking about do you support your partner's product even if it's trash? Hell to the nah. I would not support my wife's product if it was trash. What I would do is I would help her get it to a better level. Okay. That's right. You, know, you got to be honest with the person you with, man. That's right. I don't even understand a lot. Exactly. And you don't need to send her out there just to prove a point. Like, you know what? I am going to post this so somebody else can tell you it's whack other than me. Like, no, we're not going to do that. And then when she goes to your phone and see you texting people like, oh, man, I got to post this sh This again. <laughs> Hello, who's this? What's good, bro? I wouldn't support your product either, bro. Dang. You don't even say you don't even say hype to talk to us, bro. My fault, my fault. I was just taking care. I didn't know I was gonna get through this fast. All right, so you got a product your wife don't support. She supported, but it's just not the support that I want. Like she, she, she's my harshest critic. What do you do? I rap. I'm a rapper. All right, let's hear it right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it right now. Go. Oh, Check me out. Check me out on Instagram. Nah, B, do it now. I can't do it now. <laughs> Why not? You got, uh, what's that stuff called? Performance anxiety? Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah, uh, you nervous. What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram, bro? Big Say. B-I-G-T-S-A-I. I'm going to be honest with you. Your wife going to be hella mad at you. Your wife going to be like, you be around the house rapping right. this garbage, listen, but they listen, ask listen, you to do listen. it on the breakfast club and you can't. He just put a beat on? Nah, this is a song. We going at, we had his uh, Instagram. I thought he just put a beat what on. What song is this, King? Sounds sad. It's me. I don't know who this is. It's that you. That's not you in my bag. Nah, you got the wrong one, man. Check me out. The T is silent. T-S-A-I. Yeah. But I, gotta, I still got to put the I, though. Have a nice day, sir. I'm not your wife. We don't care. <laughs> All right, we don't got to sit here and gash you up and support your dreams, okay? 800-585-1051. Do you support your partner's product if it's trash? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. If you just join us, we're asking, do you support your partner's product if it's trash? Who do we have on the line? Hey, this is Marquise Ray. I'm Charlemagne. NV. Peace, King. Peace, Marquise, peace. Well, talk to us. Hello, Marquise. Well, first of all, you're supposed to support your, your spouse no matter what. You feel me like that? Like, if it's trash, oh, well. Do it, because she's going to support you. Okay. I don't want and, that, uh, though. I don't want her just to support me just because. I want her to tell me the truth, because we got to be the best versions <laughs> of ourselves. I feel like if they say, hey, be prepared for this and that, but I'm going to still support you either way, then you all good. True. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> You can't be the Debbie counter, you know what I'm saying? You got to be like, oh, all right, if you want to sell ants to, uh, ants to trash, go ahead. That's cool, but it's going to be stupid. 
Now, now your girl opened up something you ain't support, bro. Tell us about it. Yeah, yeah. She, so it's like ten years ago. She probably don't care today, Charlamagne. But she had a, she had a gym. It was called the Fit Bar. And if you signed up, anytime you came in the gym, we had to say, "Oh my God, this is a great gym." Or she canceled your membership. I'm wow. like, that's pretty stupid. But it, I, I don't know, bro. She had like ten people sign up. Eight of them didn't say, "Oh my God, this is a great gym." So they canceled the membership. So now she ain't had like two hundred grand. Damn. Yeah, I, stupid, yeah, maybe you shouldn't support her, brother. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I told you it's pretty dumb, but, you know, it's my chick. Yeah, I got to. Okay. You got to. Hello, who's this? <laughs> um, this is Heather. Heather, good morning. Do you support yeah. your partner's product if it's trash, Heather? Uh, I would, but I probably would find someone on the side that has maybe a little better than <laughs> just, like, not... Tell so, him because I mean it's not lying. So you'll get a side piece. Keep it <laughs> what? Yourself, we didn't even ask. But that. I'm just saying I would. So did you I just say you would, Heather? Did you just say you would get a side piece? <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I'm saying like I would, I would, like, like you said, if it if, if it was shot, you know, would, if it was bad, would I support it? I would because I'm his wife. You know, I'm out. Back up anything he does. But hey, you got to stop pouring vodka in your cereal, man. No. <laughs> you, eat your, you eat your frosted flakes with with vodka, clearly. Or is it tequila? No, I just, I would just get okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. A little bit better. What? what? Just do my thing, you know. Heather? Whatever. So you like fr- you like Fruit Loops? You like Fruit Loops and tequila for breakfast, Heather? Kind of. <laughs> huh? A little. Okay, okay. 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 I, I, I love y'all so much. I love the Breakfast Club. I love y'all. So listen, are you are you on the way home or just getting up? I'm just trying to make sense to this. Are you leaving someplace? Or just are yeah, I, I I actually just took my husband to work. So I'm up. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Did you celebrate National Tequila Day over the weekend? He's still celebrating. <laughs> yeah. See? We, hey, hey, it was a fun weekend. Hey, I can okay. tell, Heather. Heather, can you say the alphabet yeah. one time? <laughs> you shouldn't be drink. You shouldn't be drinking and driving, though, Heather. Say the <clears> alphabet, <throat> Heather. No, oh no, 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 don't support that. Don't ever, don't ever drink and drive. Okay, Heather, you get home yeah. safe. Yeah, I he- will. Heather, what All kind right. of car are you driving, oh, Heather? What, what kind of car are you driving, Heather? Oh, I have a 1998 uh, uh, Chevy uh, uh, Z71. 1500 What's, is listed. What city are you in? You selling it? What? Uh, uh, it's, it's uh, oh, the Port City. 910, baby. That's Virginia? Mm-hmm. Port City. What's Port City at? No, Richmond? No, Wilmington. Wilmington, North Carolina? Wait. Yes. North Carolina or Delaware? No, North Carolina. Do me a favor. Pull over on the side of the road and call nine one one and report a drunk driver in um <laughs> in Wilmington. Can you do that for me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. All right, Heather. You get home safe. Yeah, I will. I love. I love listening to y'all. Thank y'all. Thank, thank you, Heather. Be safe, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. All righty then. I'm concerned. All right, is there more to the story? Mm, I, I don't know. Just get out of Heather's way. If you're in Will- Williamton, uh, Lord have mercy. Get out of Heather's way. Goodness gracious. We got rumors on the way, ye? Yes. And the family that young Dolph gifted a Lambo to is selling that Lambo. We'll tell you more. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, remember young Dolph gifted a fan a 2018 Lamborghini Aventador? That fan is now reselling that car for nearly $500,000. Okay. Did somebody buy it? Uh, not yet, what but I guess it? that's what they're selling it for. 2018. Convertible or hard top, you know? Ah, you, listen, you know, I don't be knowing about cars. Now I thought you would time, know. Nah, now is the perfect time to sell a car. 2018, Aventador, 500000 is a lot. But maybe they're saying because it's Dolph, they'll get a, that little extra. But they'll definitely get a lot of money for that car. Right now is the time. If you have a car and you want to sell it, it's the time to sell a car right now. It's the time to sell anything right now, honestly. Right, and young Dolph is cool with them selling it. He knows all about it. He's fine with it. So, listen, if you have a car worth that much and you need the money, go ahead and sell uh, it. Yeah, because nine times out of ten, the person that he gave the car to cannot afford to have a car like that. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that, an expensive car. That's what I'm saying. Their, their, their lifestyle probably doesn't even equate to having that vehicle. So what's the point of having it? Yeah, depending on the miles, it's about 450000 to four eighty, And then uh, young Dolph, yeah, about 500000 yeah. All right, now Shaquille O'Neal is going to be co-writing, producing an uh, animated short called Head Noise, according according to a Variety exclusive. He's doing that through his company, Jersey Legends Productions. So this movie examines the internal and external pressure to succeed, as told through childhood friends Rashawn and Damon, two talented basketball players from the same inner-city neighborhood. So congratulations to him. That's him uh, co-writing and producing this animated short. All right, Vince Staples has said that Mac Miller refused to take any publishing royalties from their collaborations, and he told this story on Drink Champs. He didn't want no publish. He said, if you make a million dollars, buy me a, a S-Class Benz or something like okay. that. He Publishing said. off the beats he made? Yeah, the whole project. He gave me ownership of it. That's and dope. All that. He just said, if you, if you make a gang of money, just give me like an S-Class. Wow. And then took me on the road. Paid for my room and board and just and, and still paid me. So yeah, you know, that was the home. He did a lot. Wow. He yeah. did more for me than honestly, like as far in, in the time of my life when I needed it. Cause you gotta think at that point I already had I already already put like two music projects out and I wasn't with it. So I was like, I'm finna go back to, you know, to what I know type That's hard. I was listening to that yesterday in the gym, matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So that's a dope thing. Mac Miller was an amazing person. Great, mm-hmm. great guy. All right, now Pop Smoke has made history. According to Billboard, his posthumous album, Faith, debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. So according to Billboard, they said he's the first artist to ever have two of his albums go number one after passing. So congratulations to the family and the estate for that happening. I know it was a big deal mm-hmm. for them. It was 20 tracks on there, and they added another four as part of the deluxe edition. All right, now Twitter has reacted to some photos of Shannon Brown playing for the big three. It was just one picture that wasn't the most flattering picture because if you look at it, he still was balling. Everything was fine. It's just, you know, how you get that screenshot in the moment that's like moving this way. And we all have those pictures that exist where we're like, please don't post that picture. That's what it looked like. But I saw he was going viral and everybody posting that picture of him uh, playing for the big three. All right, now Little Nas X is talking about uh, an out-of-body experience in the studio with Kanye West, amongst other things. And he also talked about uh, anti-gay backlash from politicians. And he's not going to let that negativity stop him from being himself. So here's what he had to say with Speedy Mormon from Complex News. It's hilarious sometimes. It's very much like 
watching like an episode of like South Park or something, and it's like these people are really taking this this seriously <laughs> or pretending to take, take it, it this seriously. seriously. It's like that is funny. I'm able to get you that upset, you know, and you and you know the type of you know that I'm in control. You know I know how to get to you, and you still fall for it. It's <laughs> hilarious to me. Now we also talked about it, that infamous kiss at the 2021 BET Awards with his performance of Montero where he kissed one of his dancers at the end. BET didn't know that I was going to do it, but I knew that I was going to do it. Did you hide that on purpose? Because you didn't want them I to try to- I hid that in case they were like, okay, this is going to happen. So let's zoom all the way out for mm. this part, you know? He also worked with Kanye on Industry Baby and he talked about Drake and Kanye's of the world are the people that he really um, gets inspired by. Kanye let me listen to some of his album stuff and then he he asked me like you know to play some of my stuff and I played some of my stuff and he was with this industry baby wasn't all the way finished or anything and he added some things he added some horns and some other things to the song and you know he just all around just a genuine guy like super supportive it was like an outer body moment you know can you stop uh you know going at a person once you know a person is doing it just to get a reaction out of you uh you mean what you mean like he he said he's doing it just to get a reaction out of people. Mm -hmm. So once you know that, can you stop yourself from reacting? No, no, you can't. These no. politicians can't stop. No, nah, they can't. No, but none of them can mm -hmm. because they like the attention just as much as, as Lil Nas does. Right? They like to comment on it. Then Absolutely. that makes headlines. When they comment, it's a never-ending cycle. The only difference is Lil Nas X is an artist. He's a performer. That's literally what his art is about: putting putting things out to get a reaction out of people. To so, you. so he wins. Correct. Being provocative. All yep. right. Now, The Simpsons is kicking off season. You know how many seasons it's been? 75 million. 33. Jeez. Mm. They're doing their first all-musical episode featuring Kristen Bell from Frozen. When's the last time y'all watched The Simpsons? Uh, I haven't watched it in a long, 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 long yeah, time. I haven't seen it in a while. I mean, you, you really need to, something really need to be appointment viewing when it's been on for 30 years. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't I'm know if it's a rerun. I don't know if it's a new episode. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know anymore. Well, that new ep that new season premieres on September 26th, and it's a musical episode titled The Star of the Backstage. It's going to feature all original songs with Kristen Bell as Marge's singing voice. I'm not going to lie. I be feeling bad for The Simpsons. I be feeling bad wow. for cartoons, period, because them kids been... Nine for 30 years. Can Bart and Lisa grow up? No. Have a cannot. family? No. Can they get married? Well, that's the Maggie been cartoons. a baby forever. Yeah. That's what happens in a cartoon. Like, Jesus You do that Christ. forever. It's like being on um, True Blood. Yeah, but I want. The, but they're vampires. Forever. That's different. And even them, they have Maybe different... Maybe these cartoons are vampires. But even them, they have things that happen in their life that, you know, they're able to grow and evolve. Simpsons has just been the Simpsons forever. You don't it's think Homer's sad. grown and evolved? No. No. <laughs> My goodness. Reese is the most mature person in the house. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. And, you know, they also did announce the Emmys, by the way. So we'll talk more about that. I guess we could talk about it tomorrow because there's a lot of these shows that I see nominated that I haven't seen. But HBO oh, we'll do after the mix. We'll talk and about HBO after the Max mix. has a leading 130 total nominations. All right. Well, we'll talk about it after the mix then. All right, everybody else, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is The Hate You Give by my girl Angie Thomas. This story of a girl who witnesses her best friend shot by the police has become a new classic. If you saw the movie, make sure you get the audible. Listen and find out why. Your first 30 days of audible are free when you sign up at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club.
Now, um, you were talking about the Emmys earlier, right? Yes, I was talking about the Emmy nominations are in. As y'all know, Cedric the Entertainer is going to be hosting that this year, September 19th. And uh, the total, the combined from HBO and HBO Max, they have they take the lead with 130 total nominations. Then Netflix has 129. Disney Plus has 71 nominations. It's only their second year of eligibility. So The Crown and Disney Plus is The Mandalorian tied for a leading 24 nominations each. And then Marvel and Disney Plus, WandaVision um, with 23. And Hulu's The Handmaid's Tale has 21. Do y'all watch The Handmaid's Tale? Mm-mm. No, my wife watches it. I watch I, that. I mean, my wife watches it too. I enjoy that show a lot. I actually started watching that on flights, you know, on the plane. But that's a pretty good show, also. So, Bridgerton was nominated for um, drama series alongside Lovecraft Country, The Handmaid's Tale, The Boys, The Crown, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us. And for comedy series, Blackish, Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris, Hacks, The Flight Attendant, The Kaminsky Method, Pen Fifteen, and Ted Lasso. And I have to say, the only one I know from that is Blackish. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note and more. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. You guys have a great t- day today. And shout to uh, Nas and shout to Will from Unique Autosports. They just reached out to me and said, Nas will have his car at my Carcella car show in Atlantic City. So Nas's car has just been added to the lineup. So thank you, Nas. Why Nas thank only got you, one car? I mean, All I need is one car. Yeah, all I need is one car. <laughs> no, no, no. Because yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. other artists, you always say cars. Why Nas car? Well, Nas uh, has one car that I want, which is his, okay. uh, it's the Raising Canaan section, which was the paid in full section. So he has a, a, a 190E that he redid. So uh, I have that car for the car show, which okay. is dope. So that uh, makes French sense. Montana, he's only bringing one car. He's bringing his Bugatti, but that's a, a $1.5 million car that he's yeah. bringing. Uh, 50's bringing a couple cars Little Uzi's bringing a couple of cars Little Kim is bringing a car That's only made in Europe So a couple people Bringing a couple cars But you know Sometimes I just ask one You know I, I have a particular car That I ask for It makes sense How so come you never asked For one of my cars I only have one You wanna bring your car To the car show No I don't think It's up to par I want Charlemagne's Cadillac, man. Charlemagne has a Dang, 1999 Cadillac Escalade. I told you I sold that car for parts, bro. You ain't sell that car, man. I've been sold that car. That car had 276,000 miles on it. I sold that car for parts. I got $1,000 for that car. Mm. I needed the money. Well, all I know is I have to order a new car because my lease is about to be up and there's they ran out of chips, yeah, I guess, ran out of BMW. chips. The cars are overpriced. Charlamagne, why don't we do this for charity, right? Why don't we put you in a dunking booth, right? Mm. And let people throw baseballs at the thing and, and try to dunk you and then money goes to charity. I, I have no reason to do that. Clowns do stuff like that. Go hire some clowns. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a reason to do anything it's like that. I think people would rather get you in a dunking tank than... No. If I want to give something to charity, which I do quite often, I just write a check. <laughs> that makes it funner. All right. Well, you got a positive note? Yeah, the positive note uh, comes from what I was talking about earlier in Donkey of the Day, just in regards to self-absorbed people, self-centered people. People need to learn that their actions do affect other people. So be careful what you say and do, because it's not always just about you. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs> 